I have something to show you right off the bat. I have several things. No, one thing to show you. I don't really have anything to show you. Here you go. I'm not sending it. I will after. Oh. It's facing towards you. That looks like a butt. <laughs> what is that? It's um Donald Trump made of ham and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> also a butt. <laughs> this is an article that I read that... Uh, it's about this ham and cheese Donald Trump might make you turn vegan. And apparently this is a thing that has been done more than once is people take Donald Trump's face and I mean, they do terrible things with it. That's not a surprise, but right, right, right. Um, let me, I'll just send it this way. There we go. So that everyone can look at Donald Trump made of ham and cheese. Um, do, do, do. Oh, yeah. That's really funny. It's really disturbing, too. But this is from a Twitter person, DJ Chittown. He tweeted an image of this after the head of state tweeted about how cold it was in New York City. Um, The president said this is the coldest weather in the history of Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York City and one of the coldest Thanksgivings on record. Um, And, you know, everyone is like, wow, it's really cold out. I wonder why that is. Blink, blink, climate change, blink, blink, (laughs) which isn't happening according to the uh, ham and cheese master himself. But that was it. There's not much else to it. I just wanted you to see Donald Trump and ham and cheese. I wish I could hear Andy. I can't see Andy either, so I can't even see his face. He's not really reacting. No? No. Did he not look at it? That's sad. No, he looked at it. Yeah. Mm. Um, what I like about this, personally, is that it's so simple. It's just slices of ham with slices of cheese, and yet somehow... It looks like Donald looks Trump. like Donald Trump. That is just pure art. Yeah. I mean, that tr- it truly. Yeah. I'm a little um, disturbed by the formation of his mouth. But other than that. That's, quite, that's what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just a little. It, um, that's what makes him look like a butt. Like that's well, a butthole. Yeah, it looks like that's exactly right. That's what I was going <laughs> to say is it looks a little bit too much like a butthole for me. But. But. Exactly. What are you going to do, I suppose? Yeah. Hmm. And there it is. Anyways, Donald Trump in ham and cheese form. And that would make me go vegan. I agree. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't already. Mm-hmm. 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 Such as it is, we are vegan. And those of you listening right now are lucky to be listening to this vegan podcast called The V Spot. You're welcome. You are welcome. You're welcome for Kat. That's her. Hey. <laughs> I thought I was going to burp. And this is... <laughs> I should have because I knew how mad Andy would be. I'm disturbed. <laughs> not really. I'm not surprised is actually it. Um, but I'm Danny, and yeah, that's hey. You sound like you're sleeping. Me? Yeah. When you were like, hi, hi. That's better. Listen, I heard what you can belt out last <laughs> night in the car. I really like. I don't know how Danny's sleeping through this. I'm not. <laughs> what? Do, can you imagine what kind of person could have slept through? I didn't. I wanted to I record you guys, but I, I didn't want to move. I, was I could really sleep through a lot. I um, I slept on and off for the majority of the day, and um, and I, you know, my house wasn't exactly quiet, so I was like, you were in a small contained car with people <laughs> screaming "Phantom of the Opera" at the top of their lungs. There is not quiet, and then there is that shattering glass. It was. It was a lot shattering glass. Yep. We're just really talented and you can't stifle talent, you know, just like that guy who made the Donald Trump ham face. You can't stifle talent. That's true. You just can't. You have to let it thrive. Um, I would like to do a follow up. Okay. Um, performance. You want me to do a follow-up? No, 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 no. Although we can go see a follow up performance of the share show. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Actually, um, I was telling Michaela and Sarah Jane about how good it was. And I was saying that we should um, maybe plan to do that the weekend of the Women's March because I feel like it like it works. It like matches. Yeah. You know, it works. And like women empowerment. And I want to go see it like 12 right now? more times. Do you want to go right now? Honest to God, if I could, I would. <laughs> I've been, it's funny because I listened to Cher all day today. I listened to her on the drive over here. It's, she's so good. Yeah. I watched the show 
which was honestly made me a little uncomfortable mm -hmm. at, at points. It was good. But then also um, when it wasn't just the share show, when it was sunny and share comedy hour kind of made me uncomfortable. I was like, mm. Mm. yeah, some of the jokes. Ooh, yeah. Mm. But um, also in watching that, she's a she's a beautiful person. Oh, what a, what a babe. So um, but go see the share show to those of you listening right now. Whether or not you're a huge share fan like I am or whatever, you can't deny talent again. Yeah, that's right. So, yes. Um, but my actual follow-up was going to be to bag babies. Because <laughs> we have crisper babies. What? <laughs> like, what? Like, I want, I want it. I wanted to specifically say it like that because it sounds like crisper babies, like they're more crispy, yeah. like you left them in the oven a little bit longer, uh -huh. similar to bag babies. I guess they'd be more, um, what's the word? Airy? No. Um, <laughs> marinated. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, but I was reading an article earlier where a Chinese scientist says he's the first to create genetically modified babies using CRISPR. <gasps> Which is like the I name of the program or I saw that article. I did not read it. I saw it on CNN's Facebook today, but I did not read mm -hmm. it. Um, it's a whole big to-do now because, um, you know, is it ethic? Is it legal? Is that this, kind of thing. Is this the guy who is saying who, okay, is this the guy who successfully um, two twin girls were birthed yes. without the HIV? Or, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Who are immune to HIV? Yep. Okay. Yep, because their father had mm -hmm. HIV, mm -hmm. and he went in there and was like, doot, 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 yep, yep. and modified it. Yeah, Lulu and Nana came crying to the world as healthy as any other babies. Yep. Um, they performed gene surgery. When they were just a single cell, the surgery removed a doorway through which HIV enters to infect people. Yep. Oh. So hasn't been yet published. Many people remain cautious about the claim. Um, but if true, many said the move would be historic, comparing it to the birth of Louise Brown, the first baby created through um, IVF. But um, yeah, I mean, think about that. You know, when IVF was invented, I'm sure that that was considered. Which was not that long ago. No. 1978. That was yeah. crazy to me. But um, now he's facing investigation by a med medical ethics board to see whether his experiment broke Chinese law or regulation. Mm. So. Um, he's been on unpaid leave from the university. So he's like, yeah, it's a pretty serious thing. Jeez. But, um, I, just, I, it's fascinating. And like, is that, is it ethical? Is it not? Should we be doing that? I mean, it's not really a bad thing to not have babies with AIDS. Yeah. I feel right? like the argument would be that if you start there, then you'll be able to probably eliminate other diseases like if if mom has x disease then baby will be born with that disease or whatever so i, I would ar think that the argument would be that you could start removing many many things that you would inherit from your parents disease or otherwise and then as with anything things snowball into being out of control mm -hmm. but why can't people just not do that I think, why can't you just have a, have why can't we have nice things why can't you just be like cool Look at this guy who invented a way for babies to not be born with HIV. Let's let's just go with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why why do we have to move towards being unethical? Why? Because human why? flaw. I don't know why. Maybe that but. same doctor can remove human flaw, just make everybody perfect, ooh, and then it'll ooh, be like the giver. Ooh, maybe they can remove the like I want bacon gene. <laughs> The oh my god! To eat meat gene. I was on, I was on um, the Mod Cloth website today because it was like forty percent oh, off no. if you spend one hundred and fifty or more. Did you do um, damage? No, but I sent some things to Maureen and encouraged her to do some damage. <laughs> I was like, "Look, Mom, Santa wanted me to let you know that Mod Cloth <laughs> is forty percent off." Um, but one of the things that came up, I just was like searching through like just like the random stuff. And there was just like a Christmas ornament of bacon. Of course. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Why? Why does somebody want that? Don't know. Why? Don't know. 
And also, see, now I'm remembering all these things. Um, I told you how I am now. I mean, we've always watched it, but I've become increasingly more obsessed with Impractical Jokers. Mm -hmm. I just, I love it so much. It's so funny. I am curious. I think one of the guys on it, I think maybe I've, I think I might have mentioned this before, but I think one of the guys on it might be vegan or vegetarian because Mm -hmm. he, um, Woodstock has posted photos that he's gone there with his kids before. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the episode I was watching last night, he had a Woodstock T-shirt on. And then in one other episode, he had a T-shirt on that said something about like kindness and compassion and had like pictures of animals on it or something. I don't remember. So I'm not 100 percent sure what the situation is there. But um, you should reach out to them and see if we can do an interview. I know they're like they're like semi-local. All the all the stuff they do is in like Palisades and Cherry Hill and the city. They're they're in this like the tri-state area. But um, they're so funny. I love that show so much. Um, We're so funny. So we would fit in with them so well. They're just so funny. But I was watching an episode last night and one of the things that they had to do and it was like such a you know some of the stuff they do sometimes is such a social experiment. I'm like God, people are crazy. But they set each other up to be pretend waiters in this restaurant and they had mm-hmm. to write the specials for each other to read so this guy is reading the specials and <laughs> to these just group of like college dudes and the guy's reading off this list of specials and the specials were like <laughs> like f- uh fire uh no no it was like lamb killed by fire or something <laughs> like that <laughs> and then there was another one that was like pig's ass or <laughs> like just like really outrageous things right. and the one dude was like I'm going to go with the lamb killed by fire. <laughs> and when he like was serious, like he thought really thought, he was excited. He by really lamb thought that this restaurant fire. was going to go out back and fire up a fire chamber and like kill a lamb right then and there. Wow. And he was like, uh, yeah, I want that. And the guy in the afterwards, the guys were like, wow, that guy was like kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but like, how is it, you know, really different? It's not. It's, <laughs> it's quite, it's quite literally just like, <laughs> it's like farm to table, just a little more aggressive exactly <laughs> yeah and i just i was watching it and uh, i was like huh, well i mean you know <laughs> of course of course these bros want the lamb killed by they fire. they want meat <laughs> killed by fire specifically. killed by fire <laughs> oh figure mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh man let's see what else do i got Oh, I have a thing. I re- okay, now I can tell you the thing that I thought about yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me. Um, So, as you uh, walked in on, scandalous, mm-hmm. I've been playing The Sims. Yep. Um, And there's two things about The Sims now. That One that Andy told me. So, I haven't played it in a long time. Um, So, this is probably not news to some people out there. But it was news to me. Um, There's a vegetarian option for Sims. Uh-huh. Which I got really excited by. Um, And they get sick if they eat meat they avoid eating meat um they can discuss vegetarian benefits with other sims they can enthuse about vegetarianism um mm-hmm. and even vampires that have the vegetarian trait because they can prefer to drink plasma from plasma fruits plasma packs or plasma drinks oh but it's like i thought that was the coolest thing and all the food now um like when you go in you know how you can have your sims cook i don't know whatever Different things, mac and cheese and, I don't know, eggs and bacon or whatever. Yeah. Different things have the vegetarian-friendly tag on them, hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. Um, so now that's why I have to get the one expansion pack. That's what I was looking at before because the vegetarian option is only available in a fucking expansion pack. Oh. Once again, being veg is expensive. Yeah. I have to go pay more money to be plant-based both in real life and as a sim. So, I think the answer is that Joe Gatto is his wife is a vegan. So what? Now, now I'm doing research oh, from the, Impractical Jokers. I was like, what? Yeah, I think so. It maybe maybe he's like vegan centric, vegan adjacent, or whatever. Um, because I think his wife is a vegan. That would make sense. Someone, someone he's, in that life. He's has also to be. my favorite Joker. So, well, there you go. He's the funniest by far. In my humble opinion. Uh, which one is he? He's the oldest guy. Agreed. Well, the one that looks the oldest. I don't know if yes. he's the oldest. <laughs> Agreed. Um, he's like the dad. Agreed. Like yep. the goofy dad. He's. I think he's the funniest. Oh. Mm. Um, let's see. Oh, so my other Sims thing is um, with genders. Mm-hmm. So you select male or female. 
um but they which it's like eh, get with the times a little bit mm-hmm. but they um have it where you can go in and alter what that means so you can go in and select female for instance like i did and then you go into like more and you can say can become pregnant cannot become pregnant Oh. No, like, goes to the bathroom standing up, goes to the bathroom sitting down. Oh, shit. Um, wow. Like, really, so, like, they don't have, they don't have an option of does not identify as either. Right. But what I thought was really cool is that they kind of are still having a way of being more inclusive by saying, yeah. like, I identify as female. Mm. However, right. I go to the bathroom standing up, you know, like yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. So I thought that was super cool. Wow. I don't know how exactly that would all play out or what it would look like. To but... go to the bathroom standing up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've never tried that? Like when you were a kid, you never tried? No. Really? Yes. I definitely have tried. <laughs> how? I feel like a lot of little girls try. No? Mm. Just me? Let's take a poll. Listeners? Friends? Little girls out there? <laughs> this show is not for children. I say uh, when that because you were a little girl. Did you ever try pee- peeing standing up? I can't believe you've never tried peeing standing up. Go do it right now. <laughs> oh God, no! That would sound terrible. I, it's not as messy as you probably think. What do you do though? Like, like spread them over the toilet and like do that? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I was little when I tried. I haven't tried as an adult yet yet i mean the night is young i don't know as someone who regresses and piddles in their pants kathleen (laughs) i would imagine that trying peeing standing up is next when you gotta go you gotta go that's true i thought i was gonna pee my pants last night when we were trying to find somewhere to eat and I oh, had, why don't you tell her? Yeah. Why don't you tell her about your shitty experience you, you had oh in Starbucks? My God. I don't want to start gagging again. I gagged the <laughs> whole walk from Starbucks <laughs> to buy Chloe. That and I kept like. <laughs> Did you tell Andy? No. <laughs> oh my God, that was so horrible. Yeah. We went into a Starbucks because uh, I had to pee so bad. Everybody had to pee. So we went into a Starbucks and the guy working came over and gave us the code. And I was like, oh, Which my God. We, we thank should you so have much. figured that was suspicious. That was so nice. And then I walked in. I turned around and I saw. Murder most foul. Murder most foul. <laughs> something that can never be unseen. <laughs> I I still want to like draw you a picture because is that I what need... the shit hits the fan looks like? Because it was like someone it took shit and like I mean it, oh god I'm gonna start gagging because <laughs> I'm picturing it. It was <laughs> it wasn't like really near the ceiling. It was m- mostly on the toilet itself, and there was definitely oh god. <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely other substances present like it wasn't oh. just oh god <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> like my mouth i'm starting to salivate because i'm gonna throw up i can't i'm so wow you didn't mention the other substances no, last night it just <laughs> <laughs> oh my god my stomach is turning and my throat is feeling really sensitive um it was like just there just was there were things everywhere and like my (laughs) (laughs) my question because the toilet seat was up so it was like so the toilet seat was up and there was like stuff on the bottom like on the Mm -hmm. on the toilet seat bottom and it was up so i could see it and i'm like did somebody just be like fuck it and like (laughs) <laughs> and like pee in there anyway because they can pee standing up so like who who cares but then don't but you then, have to look at it if you're peeing standing up don't you have to look close at... to their eyes much <laughs> like i am doing right now but if you close your eyes you're gonna picture it it's looking oh, back wow. at you it was like what you I, I i think i described it to shannon as like what you imagine the bathroom of like a true crack den to, like, to look like like if you went to a bar where where all people do there is like hardcore drugs and the people who are doing the hardcore drugs like maybe they live in this bar <laughs> i don't know no offense to people who do hardcore drugs or anything but like or live in bars <laughs> or live that in matters bars. 
But like, no, Andy, there wasn't a smell. It, well, there may have been a smell, but I was so taken aback by what I was seeing <laughs> with my eyes and where I was that I I didn't notice anything else. And so I I saw the first schmear <laughs> on, the bottom, on the bottom of the toilet seat. And when I saw that, I just saw that one schmear to start. And I was like... And I had this like split second thought where I truly was like, can this be fixed? And then I think what happened, honestly, is my my eyes wandered towards the sink because I was like, can something be done? And as my eyes wandered towards the sink, I saw the rest of it. And I was like, nope. And I turned around and was like, let's go. And we like knew that she did it, that she like paused because... She was in there long enough to had maybe peed or like was peeing. And all of a sudden she like, the door swings open and she's like, we got to go. Not doing that. (laughs) We had to go. We have to go. And like, and like looks visibly shook as the kids say. I've never seen someone like have that particular expression on and their I face. Think, I think I was so shook in part, obviously, because it was so disgusting. But because you could have sat near that because but- if you hadn't looked. <laughs> We're really nearing dangerous territory here, but also because the amount, the amount of, (laughs) the amount of just, (laughs) there just was so much happening. That I think I, I my one of my f- real true initial reactions was that like multiple people must be responsible for this. Like, did this a family go in there and like had, like daisy chain shit around? Oh my god, maybe that's what happened though. Maybe people took turns like okay. holding someone else. This up. is why you shouldn't use a family cloth. That's because, right there because this is probably where you end up. Yeah, you double stack. Like maybe there were two oh, people on the toilet and it just I was I just don't see how one person could have done that. Because it, we gotta move on. <laughs> oh god. Yep. That was uh that was the entire there's no point to that other than having you relive that. It was so pretty- horrible. She just immediately like put I don't know sanitizer or something on your hands. She's like I, I touched I the used, doorknob. I touched I, the doorknob. I used my sage um, uh, antibacterial hand lotion immediately afterwards because I was so appalled that I had touched any. Well, I t- I locked the door, so I touched the lock. I touched the door. And I mean, the thing is, you know, the person who did that did not wash their hands. <laughs> I breathed the air. I'm convinced that the worker knew about it because he was so pleased. He was so willing to come over, even though we walked in, didn't buy anything to give us the code. And that never, (laughs) ever happens in the city. And so I'm I'm convinced he knew and was like, take this. You know, my other question. (laughs) Andy asked if there was an explosion, which made me wonder, like, did somebody... Because it was on the bottom of the toilet seat. So, like, did somebody just, like, (laughs) I don't know what they did. Maybe there was an explosion. There's an explosion in my brain happening right now. That's the thing is I almost wish I could ask someone, how do you? Who did this? How do? Why do? And, like, there's somebody, somebody in this world out there Mm -hmm. had to clean that up. Mm -hmm. Somebody, somebody's job is to clean that up. Mm-hmm. No. No. Somebody walked in there and had the same reaction I did, but couldn't leave. <laughs> yep. And had to get up close and personal with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. God. I would personally quit on the spot. God. If someone said I had to clean that, I would absolutely quit. <laughs> there may be no coming back from this now. Oh, God. Talk to me about something else while okay. I... Reverse my gag reflex. No, it doesn't work on her. Um, let's see. Okay, I can ask you about this thing. Um, and I guess maybe this will lead up into what we kind of want to talk about, anyways. Have you seen this going around? Yes, I have. What's uh? Tell me, tell me your feelings on that. Well, which one is that? Because there's there's like more than one. This is the um. 
your vegan diet is not cruelty free because I think there was the first one. The other one came first. That was um, here. I'll just uh, the first one was the your diet's not cruelty free or whatever that has all of the people mm-hmm. with the meat and the animals and stuff like that. So this is the other one. I'm sending it over now. This is the one about your vegan diet is not cruelty free. So, yeah, just want to know your opinions on that little nug. Uh, I mean, sure. Like, this is a really good segue into our topic today because um, nothing is like truly cruelty free. You know, I mean, I just hate shit like this because like it's I feel like it's one of those situations where like, is it wrong? No. But like, why? Why can't like why can't you just leave leave people alone? Right. Like, why are you gonna come? Why are you trying to make some stupid shit and like give people shit for trying to live a more cruelty free life? You know. I mean, but then I guess there's two sides of it because there are like so many. So there's that huge part of the vegan world and so many vegans out there who are so superior because of their lifestyle. And I guess this is directed at that more mm-hmm. so than anything. But it's and it's funny because, of course, I've been following different places that this is posted and people who say things and whatever. And they're like, cruelty free is a label meant only for um, like only for makeup. Yeah. And so you can't sell like your products. Food. Yeah. I yeah. Get, it bothers me that you can't say that, like. It is cruelty free. I mean, I get it. It's not there are. Like that that cartoon, if you will, or whatever it is, is not wrong. It's also like not but it's Andy has feelings. I can hear him typing. The reverse is not true, yeah. Yeah, it also implies other diets are. Like it's just like Yeah. I don't know. Like, do I need to change the label of cruelty free to not as cruel as yours? Is that is that what <laughs> right, is that right. what would make it better? Right. And then I guess it's all your stance on, like, what is cruel? Because this person's saying that like it's not cruelty free because humans or right. indigenous people or whomever in this case has they had to suffer, right? Or migrant workers have to suffer right. for your vegetables, or you know who knows maybe this person would say the bugs in the field or or whatever if we go mm-hmm. down that rabbit hole. Right. So, I just feel like. It really does tie into everything that we want to talk about, like labels and yeah, I, uh, all I was, this fucking shit. I was thinking about it in the car ride over here, how um, I, I feel like there and, you know, well, I feel like there's in terms of quote unquote diets, if you will, or, you know, um, lifestyles in terms of mm-hmm. your food choices. I feel like there are like very few things, if honestly nothing, that is attacked as much as being vegan is. You know, right. Like, I feel like both there's two parts to that. Well, I mean, and I guess also part part of it is like because I am a vegan, maybe I notice it a little bit more. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when you there's that whole side of it. But I also feel like when you identify as a vegan, Mm -hmm. people like really gear up to show you that you're not that like they gear up because they think that you're arrogant or they think that you act like you're above them or being vegan makes you better or whatever and sure some people do act like that but i feel like that's just the immediate consensus and people like try to find a way to prove that you're not as great as you think you are and and to andy's point that they're going to drag you down too and and that you know mhm <clears throat> so i feel like there's the spotlight on you when you start identifying as vegan you have to do all these things perfectly because people have think that they have so much ammo to throw at you to prove that your choice is not a good one. And then it's like you you have it twofold. Yeah. Because, yeah, you have it, people firing shots at you because you're vegan, but then you have vegans, again, Mm -hmm. firing shots at you because you're not vegan enough. Right, right, right. And, like, you know, you're lowercase vegan, not capital vegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I don't. And you know, there's, there's admittedly, I think some, some pros and cons to that because you have this whole, well, 
I think there's some pros and cons to that. Like uh, the cons are obvious. You know, we could talk about the cons and we will talk about the cons all day. But I think that there are some pros to that because there is this element of it, you know, for me, admittedly, where I'm like, I identify as a vegan. So like I have to hold myself to a certain standard because others ex- expect this from right. me. Right. You know what I mean? So there, there is not to say that I would you know, do anything differently. But there is an element of it for me that I'm like, okay, well, people turn to me because they think that I know things about being vegan or they ask me questions or like, you know, I'm considered an authority on veganism Mm -hmm. or whatever. So I have to make sure that I'm doing things correctly. You know what I mean? Maybe I should ask what's in that that veggie burger. Maybe I should not eat this because there's honey in it. Or you know what I mean? Like it, it holds me a little bit more accountable at times because I don't want to like disappoint people right which like is that should that be part of your vegan identity probably not but never nonetheless it's there you know yes like it shouldn't really matter what other people think or say or whatever but in certain situations you know unfortunately it kind of does you know especially like we have a vegan podcast like i can't go around <laughs> like drinking honey out of a bottle you know what I mean? oh no we can because we're already shitty <laughs> well, vegans you know what I mean, we've labeled ourselves as shitty <laughs> vegan so actually we can do yeah, that Not, yeah but like i, I mean, get yeah right. you get my point yeah no, i get your point but also <laughs> you know we're shitty I mean? vegans you know so so there's like that whole side of it too where i'm like oh you know i should probably ask the, you know these 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 cauliflower bites look amazing, but like, what's this batter made out of? Like, I have thoughts like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I honestly also have thoughts like, what if like somebody who listens to my podcast sees me eating this cauliflower and they know it's not vegan and I don't know it's not vegan? <laughs> like, but the mixture of the vegan pressure plus my anxiety really gets to me sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have those thoughts. And that's kind of one of those things that's, and you almost see it mm-hmm. where people don't want to be vegan because of that pressure. Like this, mm-hmm. we are saying that. Yeah. And we do have a vegan yeah. podcast and we have been vegan for at mm-hmm. least a few years. Yeah. And, and like, and, uh, and like I am speaking specifically, like this is a real thing that happened when I went to the Cheesecake Factory a couple weeks ago. They have a, um, forget what the flavor is but there's like a cauliflower bites on the appetizer menu Mm -hmm. and i was like i can't find anything on the internet because this is newer i don't know what these are cooked in the waitress didn't even know what the what was in the buns for the burger so i'm not gonna ask her (laughs) you know what i mean and so i was like fuck it because like all i need is to like see somebody i know and they'll be like oh i saw cat not eating eating something that's not vegan you know what i mean like those stupid things really truly do go through my mind and i wanted that i wanted them <laughs> you know right but like because i have to worry about stupid shit like that yep i mean i don't have to worry about stupid shit like that but i choose to well i don't know and then it's like is that a you problem i know or right? is that society putting pressure on you I know. Or I don't know. Well, I think it's like both. It's both. And it's definitely partially because people do put a lot of pressure and a lot of, mm-hmm. um, you know, expectations on you when they hear that you're vegan. And what is so what is this vegan ish thing that we hear about? It's my mom. My mom is a perfect example of vegan ish. Tell me about Maureen. Um. Yeah, I've always like put vegan in quote in air in finger air quotes for my mom because she um she's she's you know more or less she's a vegan but I always joke that if you offered my mom a bag of peanut M and M's or a brownie or <laughs> any dessert of any kind she's gonna eat it mm-hmm. you know like she's ninety eight percent vegan but. She certainly does not ask questions, you know, way I would think that she asks even less questions than I do. You know, if if there's a salad on the menu, she's going to eat it. She's not going to ask what's in it. She's just going to eat it. She if there's, you know, cheese listed, she'll ask for the cheese to be removed. But like she's not going to ask about the dressing. She's not going to ask about a sauce. She's not going to ask about bread. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, But but she will what regardless of the dessert, she'll eat it. She also, I think, and. Maybe she can, you know, she listens to this on occasion. If you're listening to this, Maureen. She'll correct me if I'm wrong. But I would also think, like, if she went to someone's house and they cooked something that had cheese in it, she would probably eat it because she doesn't want to be rude. You know, she's not – my mom is not – 
She's not vegan for the animals. My mom was inspired to make this change for environmental reasons. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know that necessarily the ethics of it pull her as much as it necessarily would for you or me. Mm -hmm. um, certainly there's an ethical component of that because the environment and whatnot. But I think that she, she would make exceptions here and there depending on the situation. But she's more or less a vegan. I'd, I'd like to know at this point, too, with that definition, um, if Rachel still listens to us, Rachel Perry. Oh, I was like. I can say her full name. <laughs> she already yeah, was a guest know. spot um, because she's such a social media human being. Yeah. And I click through and follow her all the time. Um, I think it was maybe last week or so. She actually posted something on her story that she had like, I don't remember. I'm not sure what it was, but she's like said i've been more loose with my vegan mm -hmm. food lately yeah so it seems like she's falling more into the vegan ish category mm -hmm. at this point so i'd really like to know like do you have to change your definition too like because yeah, Ra rachel was a vegan yeah. like is a vegan right. do you have to then move into vegan ish or can you still be like i'm vegan yeah I feel like you should call yourself whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you are calling yourself a vegan, but then you sit down at dinner and have a hamburger and a hot dog, then maybe don't call yourself that. Right. But if you're like, you know, you eat, you have a sour cream and onion chip or, you know what I mean? Once in the last six months or, you know, whatever, like call yourself whatever you want to call yourself, I guess, I think. I would fucking kill for peanut M&Ms. When we were at Orchard Grocer last say. night, they had the Unreal version. Mm. And I almost got them for my mom. But then I was like, well, like I've seen those before. They're not really that hard to find. So. No, nah, they're at Whole Foods. Yeah, so. Ugh. They are good. They are good. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So it's like, is are, are the definitions in the hard lines a problem? You know, is the word vegan, the word vegan-ish, are labels a problem? I, you know, I I, I... I wonder this a lot. I struggle with this. I really struggle with it, too, because I agree with both sides. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, you know, I don't know. I think that there should be... You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and you know, I think part of why it's so hard is because people come down on vegan so hard that... It, it would be super easy, you know, if I if I identify as a vegan, everybody right. knows that I'm a vegan and then I go to Christmas dinner and I'm like, oh, fuck it. Give me some of that mac and cheese. Then everyone's going to be like, see, she's not really a vegan. See, vegans right. don't stay vegan. See, it's, it's so just a hard fad. to be a it's vegan. It's a phase. Yeah, it's so hard to be vegan. Yeah. See, even she's eating cheese. Like it makes it makes the, the whole movement look bad. And I do get that. Yeah. But it also makes the movement look bad to come down on people who are truly trying to do their best it's not you know like you're being trendy or you're being silly about it you know no. <laughs> i'm a vegan but like sometimes they just need cheese like that you know like that's not always no. the case i don't know because i mean you i think you have to have the literal definition here's here's i guess my thought on it is you have to have a literal definition. Of course. You have yeah. to have what an omnivore is. <laughs> just got to smack yourself. I think, I think I just, Cher just like took over and I'm like, if I could turn. <laughs> I just became a performer for a second there. As opposed to every other day of your life when you're Yeah, you know, or no, who is it that does that with the microphone? I think Celine Dion does that. I'm talking about the wrong diva. I apologize. <laughs> she like pulls it back. I think that's Celine. Sorry. Anyway. Um... Well, Cher doesn't even need the microphone. She can I project. Know, it's so true. Um, but you have to have the little the literal definitions. You have to have omnivore, carnivore, vegetarian, vegetarian, pescatarian, pescatarian, vegan. I think you have to literally have to have those things. But I think it's society's labels and society's mm -hmm. issues. Yes. That's the problem is like you have to have the defini definition. Vegetarianism mm -hmm. is you do not eat meat. Right. You you don't do it. Vegan is you do not eat eggs. You do not eat this. You do not eat that. But like it's can you be loose with it? Can it be more fluid? It's like gender. Yeah, I was just going to say I feel like it truly is, you know, society's need to put a name on anything that's uh, maybe a little different you know what i mean oh you don't eat meat or dairy what's that called you're different i have to i have to put something in my brain to be able to process this thing yeah that is so unlike my choices you know 
And then like, and I need to be able to hold you to it so that it's the I shittiness. Yes, of I, I, to I need it. to be able to hold mm-hmm. you to it so that I can decide. Ooh, see, I'm getting real passionate. So that <laughs> I can decide whether or not I think this is okay. You know? Yep. I feel like people are human beings are almost like so simple minded that we need these. You need those definitions, like definitions and, and roadblocks things and... because we're way. I don't know. Until we transcend. One Green Planet, apparently, it's years ago they wrote this vegan-ish mm-hmm. article. Um, yes, you could say that being vegan-ish is like being pregnant-ish. <laughs> you could also No, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you could also say that it's no, better to go couldn't. <laughs> 100% vegan so that your taste buds more rapidly acclimate to plant-based foods. Oh, for fuck's sake. These points are valid, but life isn't black or white. Some people have only just come across the concept of being vegan. They may be attracted to it, but find the idea intimidating, especially if it's dramatically different to their current eating habits. They may feel that they can handle one or two changes, but be a bit apprehensive about going the whole nine yards. So this person is actually saying um, you could do these things, but... You know, you could do black, white, you know, yeah. all the very strict lines, or you could do these little things. So actually, this person saying, like, you can. The number one thing I recommend, even if you don't feel you can do anything else, is ditch dairy. Mm-hmm. This is the best thing you can do for your body. Try eliminating eggs. See if you can give up one meat product. Consider making it chicken and giving, like, the reason for it. Um, it's very, it's just very interesting that, you know, One Green Planet's, uh, usually people go and you think of that as like very vegan yeah. strict. But yeah, I thought that was very, very interesting that yeah. someone like that. And I don't know. Just I just don't know what's wrong with it. You know, and you know that so many people think that if you don't go the whole way that it's bad. Right. Or I've seen people come at each other for, like, bee pollen as an addition to um, acai bowls. Yeah, I was going to say, like, a smoothie or a smoothie bowl. And people, like, go after others. They're like, that's not, you know, that's not good, this and that. And (sighs) I don't know. I I like it. I, I like that there's more things out there, but I don't think you should have to label yourself one way or the other. Yeah, I agree. I, I like that, you know? that the existence of things like that, um, I, I think it's important because it, it, you know, while we talk about how labels are stupid, it also gives people a place to feel like they fit in, you know, like, oh, I'm trying my best. I'm, I'm vegan-ish, you know, like it gives people like a place to, to be and to feel... Um, that they are making good choices and that they are moving mm-hmm. in a good direction. And, you know, I don't know, like we always say, just live your best life, you know, whatever. Yeah. I always think back to um, the, that, the animal rights conference that I went to two summers ago. Um, and that gentleman uh, was, he gave the story about how, you know, if you're, if you go to your grandmother's for Christmas and grandma's 98 years old, and this is very well your last Christmas with grandma and she makes you a cake and, she she really wants you to eat the cake, but you're vegan, so you don't want to eat the cake. It's like your grandmother is 98, and she's probably never going to make you another cake again. So like, eat the fucking cake. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> like that story that he gave, I just thought it was like, yeah, like yeah. You know what I mean? Eat there the there are certain things I saw. Um, I don't remember. Uh, it's something somewhere on social media. People were going off about some vegan something or other. And um, somebody said something like, you know, it was about Thanksgiving, I think. And somebody said, you know, I I prioritize people and family over my choice to be vegan. So I'm, you know, she was saying that she was going to go and spend time with her family, even though they don't understand her as a vegan because they are her family, you know. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of the whole idea, right, is that, you know, this this thing is super important to you, sure. But like, aren't there other things that are important to you? And like, where where's you know the line you know? you're allowed to have lines yeah of course yeah um i just looked up in su- searching vegan ish the vegans vegans maybe how you say it apparently was a movement thing the huffington post wrote about here what is it v uh v vegans i guess technically like you're vague like v-e-g-g-a-n-s 
because they're vegan aside from just eggs and they are you uh, they use the hashtag v-e-g-g-a-n on instagram to prove how much a runny yolk can change a dish gross i don't like eggs no me neither i never like not eggs. anymore i mean like it was like i used to like eggs and then i'm like no that's actually kind of gross yeah that was never that was not a hard one for me i never liked eggs and this this one is this one this bothers me so veganish does not bother me the vegan i guess which just sounds like i'm an old person saying vegan because if you've ever heard an old person they always say vegan yeah i I don't know why but they always say vegan yeah um but this has the double g for the word egg in there that pisses me off yeah because they aren't like oh i'm vegan but i choose to eat eggs no they're on a like mission to prove that you need to eat eggs yeah i hear that because this is what the article says that you need the eggs for nutrients because vegans don't get enough nutrients that pisses me off. Yeah. Just like admit you want to eat eggs. Just say that you want to eat eggs. <laughs> it's fine. Just you like, like say chicken you, periods. It's fine. Just say that you want to eat eggs. Like whatever. Like I'd rather you do that than be like, you need this. Pro-. No. No. Nope. That bothers me. So. But yeah. That's what I got. What else do you have on vegan-ish or vegan? V- I vegan. I just... I, I don't know. I really like that this con- this like topic of conversation, the idea, if you will. Ooh, I like this. What? This quote from this little the diet of twenty eighteen, vegan ish. Um let's see. What is vegan ish? Our definition is a plant forward diet with the inclusion of some animal products sparingly. Veganish is the idea that you follow a mostly vegan diet, making your own rules along the way. Um, the beauty of a veganish diet is that you're reaping the health and environmental benefits plus improving animal rights with more freedom. I like this right here. It means adopting a forgiving mindset and listening to what your body needs. Oh, I like that a lot. I like really like that. Veganish allows you to make the best decision for you on a case by case basis. So why is our world going plant based? We're tired of feeling restricted. Um, health benefits, environmental, um, all this different stuff on why to be um why to cut these things out of your life but they said then you know how much should i limit animal products that is up to you we say aim for 95 percent plant-based that five percent is totally up to you and your life that may look like eating vegetarian dinners at home then eating your favorite italian restaurant once a week or eating vegan breakfasts and lunches and giving yourself a small portion of meat for dinner the beauty of this diet is that it's meant to fit around your priorities um which i really I don't know. It's just really kind of nice and welcoming. Like we understand that that going completely vegan is not in the cards for everyone. They like have these ways to kind of do it. Yeah. So. I like that a lot. I really liked that forgiving mindset thing. That was, that was great. This is just from a blog. Yeah. I like that a lot. Cause I think even, you know, especially for people who are considering starting to do this, it's like, well, this is really hard. So I'm just going to quit completely. Right. Whereas that kind of gives you the opportunity to like try and do what you want to do and like figure it out. And you don't have to just be vegan right off the bat. You know, you don't have to. And you don't have to feel bad. Yeah. Don't feel bad. You do not have to feel bad about listening to what you want, either physically. Some people might need something or think they do whatever. Mm hmm. Or just mentally or emotionally, like you said, you want grandma's cake. Yeah. Or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So I I welcome it. I agree. I welcome anything that moves forward. And vegan-ish is moving forward. I mean, even though I don't agree with the vegan thing, if that's yeah, seriously no. a thing. But like, I guess at least you're doing something. Just just admit that you want eggs. Stop saying yeah. that we need it. Yeah. Um. Because even in that vegan-ish article, they're not saying that you need that 5% of meat protein. They're saying if you, if want, you it, want it, then yeah. go ahead and take it and it's okay. Right. And I think just the power of saying to someone it's okay is just as world-changing I agree. as you being a full vegan. Yeah, I totally agree. So, like, especially if you are 100% vegan – um, or if you're or if you're not, if you're 95 or 98 or 99.9, whatever the case, saying it's OK to be something else as long as you're making positive changes is as life changing, as world changing as 
you being vegan. Yeah, so. absolutely. So forgiving, accepting mindset, I think. Yeah. Like in general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In general would be good. Not just about this, kids. Yeah. Just like in make general. Sure, make sure that being vegan or vegan-ish isn't just about what you put in your body. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I do have like another random, I guess, about being accepting and stuff like that. It's not the vegan-ish thing. Okay. But I was reading this cool article. Um, I haven't heard of this account. I just started following them. Um, How to be vegan in the hood. Oh. Um, Eric Castro. It's that's his Instagram moniker is how to be vegan in the hood. He's on a mission to teach others how easy it is plant based, even on a budget. Um, and he's a person of color. And he said, I was never really welcomed in the vegan community. They show love, but at a, as a, at a distance, mm. which is yeah true. That's you find that a lot of like vegans are like, I mean, you can find it all over the spectrum. But usually you find like, oh, yeah, you know, love and welcome. But you don't actually feel included. Right. Um, so the, his account's great. Um, and he's in New York city, by the way, um, a Queens native. Oh, so he's the director of social media marketing and brand communications at rips malt shop, a vegan luncheonette in Brooklyn. Oh God. We need to just spend a day. We need to go to Brooklyn. I know. Don't even get me started. So bad. Vegan malt shop. That's what I'm saying. Um, Oh, my God. I want that so bad right now. Oh, my God. Right? Um, but, yeah, so he's Puerto Rican. And so he notes that many prominent vegan-friendly restaurants in New York City cater to an almost exclusively white, more affluent clientele. In turn, fewer people of color are found in that area's vegan eateries, bolstering the misconception that veganism is a, quote, white thing, unquote. Mm. Um, which is, like, kind of true. Yeah, you hear that a lot. So... I was really excited by this about being just more open and accepting and like, I don't know, someone else taking another stance on it and being like, you can do this on a budget, like a mainstream person. I think he has 21,000 followers Wow. on Instagram. Like it's a big, he has a big following. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that was really cool. Just try to talk to him. Yeah. Heck yeah. Waka Flocka inspired him to go vegan. Oh, didn't Waka Flocka not stay vegan? No, he didn't. Oh, Waka Flocka. It reminds me of Fozzie Bear. Waka Waka Waka. You're not wrong. (laughs) Waka Waka Waka. Yeah, so there are people out there making things more. And that's the thing with the vegan-ish, with someone who's saying how to be vegan in the hood. We're trying to make a more inclusive, accepting, positive world. Yep. So don't be a dick. (laughs) Cut your shit. Don't be an asshole. (laughs) Just don't. Yeah. Don't do it. That's it. Yeah. So. Um, we had we got a couple emails that we could discuss. Oh yeah, emails. Yay. Um. So we got an email from a person named Devin. 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 Oh, they're a shitty vegan, aren't they? Yes. Um, <laughs> sorry, Devin. I know. Um, didn't they say that? Or am yeah. I thinking of the other? Oh, I was like, did yeah, I just call did. someone shitty? Yeah. Well, they, I don't think they use the word shitty, though, Danielle. But... It's six of one, half dozen of another. <laughs> I think they said imperfect, <laughs> they but like, same um, thing. Hey, first of all, I'm an imperfect vegan from London, Ontario, in Canada, not in <laughs> England. Thank you, Devin. Um, and I heckin' love your podcast. Devin, stop it right now with your heckin'. <laughs> I can't wait to start saying that. Yeah. Because that's adorable. Secondly, I'm an imperfect listener, so I have been spending my morning catching up on episodes. It's okay to be an imperfect vegan, but it's not okay to be an imperfect listener. Let's just get that out there right now. Oh, yeah, no. See, that's why you're shitty. <laughs> you were imperfect, and then you became shitty because you're an imperfect listener. I I'm, forgive you, though. I am on episode 47 right now, and I had to stop at halfway through to send this because I have a cousin who already fosters retired racing greyhounds in order to ease them into house dog life so they can be adopted by a regular family. <laughs> I can admit that I don't know too much about this other than it's something that already exists. With the closing of the tracks, I want to believe that the people who, quote, loved these 
loved these dogs, trainers, fans, etc. Maybe inclined to venture into that avenue of care, but who knows? Okay, and the last thing I need to bring up is that I briefly worked in a little vegan restaurant here in London, still the Canadian one, called v- <laughs> the V Food Spot, and the owners' names were Andy and Dana. Unfortunately, they are temporarily closed while trying to find a new location, but I had to let you guys know. It's kind of a crazy coincidence, huh? Anyways... This email has already become longer than I intended, and I am sorry about that, but I really do want to thank you for existing. You're welcome. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> and keeping me company while I clean my apartment. I hope you guys are well. Take it easy when you get the take it easy when you get the chance. And why don't I know how to read? I hope you guys are well. Taking it easy when you get the chance and that you keep doing you. Peace sign heart. Thank you, Devin. You're welcome, Devin. You're what a welcome. great email. It really was. Um, and then we got another email from Sean. Um, he get, he, you had a missed opportunity with a pun. Did you say it? Wait, you what? See it? No. Oh yeah, uh, Danielle, you missed a perfect opportunity to say that your dog was collecting souls for his ritual. Ooh, <laughs> did not see that. That's a thank you, Sean. Yeah, and then Jesus. Um, I, I am a little embarrassed. Maybe I wasn't there when we recorded our last episode. Did we talk about porn names? When did we talk about porn names? Or is he just I mean, letting who me knows? know? Is Sean just letting me know? He said, first, a porn name is your middle name and the street you grew up on. Therefore, my porn name is Thomas Woodside. Did we talk about porn names? I'm sure we did, probably. <laughs> I don't remember that. But mine would be Ann Arcona. Oh. That would be my porn name. My middle name in the street I grew up on. Oh. Mine is like really stupid. <laughs> what is it? Middle name in the street you grew up on? Yeah. Ashley Third Street. <laughs> Maybe just Ashley Third. Yeah. Yeah, that's really. St- I was like, maybe I'll go to where because that was where I third grade up was there. And I was like, maybe like where I was like before third grade. And then it's Miller Street. Ashley Miller. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, no, those are both not really stupid. Yeah. I know it doesn't work, Sean. It doesn't work <laughs> yeah. for some people. And Arcona doesn't really sound too pornographic, but I could make it work. Yeah. Um, and then third, he um, let me know that the name of the no evil chicken that I love is Comrade Cluck. Comrade Cluck. So clucking good. It makes the best chicken salad for reals. Here's the recipe as well as other amazing things to do with no evil foods. And he sent us a recipe. Damn. What the fuck? Where did I not see this I email? think Sean's our number one fan. Oh, yeah, probably. He sent it on November 24th. A follow up. Yeah. That's all I got for now. Um, I really like oh man. Sean, we should get you like a number one fan. Just send him one of those giant foam fingers. Yeah. And like we can sign it. Yeah. We'll have to figure out a time to have Sean on the podcast because I think that would be so funny. It would be, it but would the be thing so is he's outrageous. a I don't even know that dude's ours. I know. He's I'll the vegan you. trucker. He's all over the place. I know. Sean, Literally. Sean, I'll text you. We'll make it happen. Cause that would be so funny. Talk about complete it shenanigans. Would be a laugh riot. I right? truly believe that. We'd have to definitely put a sensory advisory on that because well, F- we already have F-bombs. one on every episode, but I think we'd have to put like an extra. Yeah, the F-bombs would be bomb. Flying. Yeah. Exploding. Yeah. Like someone did in that to. bathroom, right, <laughs> Kathleen? <laughs> Come full circle. Don't. Uh, no. But it's my duty to bring it back to you. Get it, poop. Poop joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh. Well, I guess that's that's all we got for that. Yeah. What else? Oh, food. We could yeah, talk about what we say, ate. We ate some vegan food together. I know. Well, that's what. Now we're just straight talking to. Well, I guess we didn't talk about how we felt about our food to each True. other yesterday. Yeah. We can work in reverse. Well, I can tell you, I just ate those baked goods from by Chloe, and they're fucking yeah, delicious. I've been working on my brownie. Um. So, well, I had a couple bites when I got here. I ate my cookie in the car. They were so really good. good. I think my favorite was the um, sugar cookie with sprinkles, honestly, because yeah. it was really buttery again. Yeah. Even my chocolate chip cookie was really buttery. It was really good. Yeah. Um, And then 
the peanut butter hot chocolate. Oh my god. That was so good. I want that right now. That was to die for. Do you remember when you forgot I had marshmallows and you had flashbacks to like the bathroom or whatever and yes. stuff in your mouth <laughs> and it just wasn't good? Yes. Um, But it, that's a seasonal thing. So if any of you can get to a Bye Chloe and go to um, get their peanut butter hot chocolate. Oh my god. That now. was so good. Um, I have to be honest. The salads disappointed me. Mostly because there was too much goddamn salad and not enough goodies. I agree. We both, it was really funny, folks. You should have seen we were sitting across from (laughs) each other amongst a group of other people. And both of us had just like piles of spinach in our bowls and everything else was gone because we'd eaten everything else. And I took like three bites of spinach and I was like, this is too much. And I even, I was trying to like put some spinach in with each bite of other stuff because there was so much spinach. Yeah. And I got to a point where I had eaten most of the other stuff and then I felt self-conscious that there was still so much in my bowl. So I looked over to you and saw that you had a lot of spinach in your bowl. And I was like, okay, I don't have to eat anymore. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I did the same thing with you. I looked and I was like, okay, it must not just be me. I was like, okay. Hey, Danny didn't eat her spinach either. <laughs> no, I wanted more goodies. The goodie to spinach ratio was off. I know. And then I had regrets when um, both Casey and Gwen got the, the mac and cheese. fucking mac and cheese. Me and too. I, I've had it before. Um, I've had their pesto mac and cheese too. And the mac and cheese is so good. And I just was like, Kat, that was so stupid. Yep. <sighs> Do you know what it was? You know what it was? We panicked. Yeah, we panicked. Because when we walked up and like, I don't know. And then the worker made a suggestion. Yeah. And we didn't think twice about the suggestions. We I didn't like question like, yeah. it. We were like, do that. And I that just, was a mistake. I know. What a I mistake. mean, it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. The the but actual like stuff in the salad besides the spinach was good. There I'm not. Just I'm just not that. No, I love me a salad, but I need debatably more goodies than yeah. I do whatever the lettuce substance yeah. is. Yeah, there was so much, so much so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Work backwards. Oh, we went to, oh my God, what's his name? I'm having, my brain's melting out of my head right now. What's the name of it? <gasps> Blossom. Oh, yep. Blossom. Um, how was your? As delicious as always. It was. I love it. I like snuck, I got close enough to your plate to sneak a little dab of hollandaise on my fry, but I was scared to get too close that no, you I might would, I harm me. Shared. Really? Yeah, it's so delicious. You would share your hollandaise. It's like with not, me? you know, they're they really truly do have the best hollandaise, but it's it's the hollandaise with the way they cook the tofu, with the way they get their ham all crispy, and like the kind of English muffin. It's all of it. They it's mm. just so good. They do such a good job. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really liked the buffalo croquettes. croquettes. Mm-hmm. Those are delicious, or whatever that. Honestly, they were delicious, but it was really the garlicky substance on top of the gnocchi mm, mm. Mm, mm. all garlic yeah casey's burger looked really good too yep the tofu i was sad about. okay so here's my review on the tofu mixed similar to the salad yeah um the cornmeal crust on the tofu was amazing yeah but like when it said wasabi yeah i wanted more wasabi i want um, i wanted like tear up a little bit yeah you know i want to be emotionally um, vulnerable with my wasabi <laughs> as one should be yeah um but it was good i just wish there was more sauce for it but yeah, yeah the gnocchi was stupid you could tell it was homemade mm. it was just and it was squishy that's what i like about gnocchi is they're like little pillows of deliciousness yeah yeah and the so cream good. sauce oh yeah it was very good very very good and for breakfast i had a really good burrito and a really good smoothie. Ah, thanks. Did you make that burrito like by hand? Or was no, that a did I make that burrito by hand? I mean, it was, it, was a, it was a stupid question. Yes, I know. I did. But and also, what the, brand was it? It's the um, Sweet Earth Burritos. Is it? Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. I microwaved it per the instructions, and then I felt bad that it wasn't going to be crunchy, so I put it in the toaster oven to at least maybe crunch it up a little bit. I think that's what made the difference, mm-hmm. why I was like, did you home make it? Because it something seemed different. Yeah. So technically you did, because you didn't just do what was on the instructions. Right. You went above and beyond to make sure my burrito experience was top notch. I do what I can. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. boy. Well... Is that it then? Oh, before we go, I want to tell you about how I got catcalled and not like you calling me. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So I wore my adorable hat from Rebel, my vegan mm-hmm. beanie, yep. into the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. Mistake. <laughs> Here's why. Because then everyone who has a vegan option at their booth starts heckling you and catcalling you. <laughs> Honestly, like the guy, not the main guy who owns Vital Eats, but one of the workers there was like pointing and like gesturing like this crazy like, oh and I was like, I was like, great, I'm just here for some kale. I'm going to go over here now. Run away. There's a guy in the corner sees me coming. He's like, we have vegan chili here. And I'm like, stop it. I don't want any of this. That's oh, funny. It was very funny because it was literally like they were paying enough attention to see it on my hat right? and be like, you over here. Oh. You read it from far away, too. Yep. That's funny. Yep. So it wasn't a bad experience is funny though Mm. i think that's all yeah i think that is all oh except at the farmer's market have you ever been to primo botanica it's a chocolate don't think Uh so they don't have a shop they only do like um wholesale and a lot of events in the area yeah um superior is having an event with them this coming weekend at the victorian store a coffee and chocolate pairing i know um I got a chocolate bar from them. It's all vegan. And this one had like tahini in there. So it was like a sesame one. Ooh. It was really good. Um, yeah. So just to give them a little shout out too. Don't want to forget since I mentioned Farmer's Market. Cool. Yeah. Well, in other news, rate, review, and subscribe us. Yes, please. Do it. To us. Subscribe to us. Revate, review us. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Do the things. Um, email us. How cool is it to be shouted out on a podcast? A world famous podcast. <laughs> your name and your email can be heard across the globe. If you just email us. Do That's it. it. That's it. I haven't clicked one of these in a long time. That's what she said. <laughs> Probably. Great. All right. Well, <laughs> until next time. All right. This is Ann Arcona and Ashley Third signing off. All right. Okay. Ready? Yep. Oh, I didn't even do anything. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. Wow. Ready? Okay. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> First time I was on my own. I just was like watching All by you. Myself. Don't wanna be. <laughs> <laughs>